This week's episode is sponsored by Hope Beauty USA. You can check them out at hopebeautyusa.com. Use code CROWNINGMOMENT at checkout for 10% off your order. We are officially on YouTube. If you are listening out there on any of those social media platforms and want to get to something a little bit quicker, YouTube is your best bet. Definitely subscribe to the Crowning Moment podcast channel as well as put that ring notification on so you'll know every time that I post. Our updated posting schedule will be 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday, so make sure you're checking out Crowning Moment every Monday. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Crowning Moment Podcast. My name is Casey Gibson, and if you can hear, I'm a little sick after being at Miss America from all the flights to now I am in San Diego, California, currently recording this. I had to hop on a plane literally 12 hours later and head across the country, but I want to give you guys a little insight on what happened at Miss America 2023. I was actually live at the Mohegan Sun, and of course, I had already watched and reviewed and analyzed and already posted the prelim night one and night two videos. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, Google, or any other podcasting platform, those episodes are out for out there for you as well. And definitely check out our at Crowning Moment Podcast YouTube channel where you can find those episodes for the night one and night two prelims for Miss America. I want to give you guys a little behind the scenes of what being at a Miss America competition was actually like. That was so epic, and I think being at this one was really a difference from the ones in the past. I had never been able to go to a Miss America competition, but this one definitely felt different, and when I kept saying this was a Miss America 3.0, I absolutely think it was. This was very different than what anyone else had ever seen live or in person from all the people I had talked to at the competition that go year after year. We're talking directors, state, local title holders, Girls that were there that were a teen that competed at the teen competition this past August at Miss America's Outstanding Teen. So this definitely was a different look for Miss America than anyone had ever seen. So I had posted my predictions to my social media and if I would have had a top 15 pick, this is who I would have thought would have made it into that top 15. So I had picked Florida, Hawaii, Mississippi, Wisconsin, Indiana, Georgia, Nebraska, Nevada, Maryland, Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, California, Texas, and New York. Those were just my picks going into it. And of course, let's remember from the previous nights, our talent winners on both nights were Wisconsin and Indiana. And then our social impact winners were Georgia and Iowa. It was, I think the talent level this year was far, far, far ahead of anything that we'd ever seen before at Miss America. And those sitting there in the audience definitely know from the top 15 that actually made it, who I'm about to read off. It was amazing. Like, I, during the opening number, literally cried. It was just such a different atmosphere being in person, and everything was about five minutes ahead of the live feed, so I was going live on my social media channels, on my Crowning Moment podcast Instagram, so everybody could see what was happening, even if they didn't have the whole Pageants Live subscription. So, here's what actually happened, and who actually made the top 10. Well, they did a 11th place, which would be the people's choice or America's choice. And so I'm just going to read all of them out. They never really said who that America's choice was, but I don't know if it was Ohio or Illinois. 
I'm not sure which one, but those are the two that I was thinking maybe were those America's People's Choice. So the people that made it into the top 11 were West Virginia, Nevada, New York, Wisconsin, Hawaii, Oregon, Texas, Ohio, Georgia, Indiana, and Illinois. So after they did the top 11 call out, they had this amazing performer come out and it was very electric, especially to see it in person. It was amazing. He had backup dancers and a glittery suit on. I was just so happy to see a live performer during a show. I think having that electric vibe going on is what you really need to keep you pumped up and the morale high. So after that, once they did the top 11, I thought this was such a sweet piece that they added in this year. They had all 11 parents. All the top 11 contestants that made it in, or delegates, or candidates, whatever they call it now, they had all of their parents come sit on stage. So that means during all the phases of competition, the parents got to watch their child compete right in front of them. They weren't, because there was some, like Texas's family was in the very back. They weren't going to see her very close. And so I'm really glad that they let the parents come up and watch that. It was just such a great experience, especially for their parents to be on stage with them. I felt like it kept them more calm because they just knew they were right there cheering them on. So they started out in evening gown. First, they had West Virginia, and she was in that same velvet gown from the night before. And her question was, should we legalize weed? And her platform has a lot to do with agriculture. And so she talked about how it has great benefits and helps reduce pain for others, but it also helps and increases the ag- agriculture revenue. And I thought it was a great answer since it kind of pertained to her platform. Next, we had Nevada. And her question was, how can we get schools to keep arts programs and not take away pay from teachers that are not already getting paid enough and she said it helps students in many ways and shows that their scores have become way higher when they have arts brought into the classroom so she talked a lot about having it put into that curriculum moving forward we had new york in a white gown and her question was should there be equal pay for women in sports and when i say this girl popped off on her answer Oh my goodness. She brought up statistics. She talked about how women do X amount of games. Men do X amount of games. They make money off of different, you know, teams or brands that want to sponsor them. And sometimes women don't get those sponsorships like men do. But she talked about how they really just need to look at the percentages of what's going on and pay women exactly what they deserve and nothing less. It was really great. Next was Wisconsin in a white gown. I loved her gown from day one. She was definitely a standout. And people were kind of like, oh, no, she's the underdog. Like, we don't see it happening. And then she popped off with her talent on Tuesday night prelim. And that's when everybody got scared. So her platform was about nuclear fusion. And she talked about, you know, like, how can we use this was her question. She said, well, we need more power. And this will work to help people live. And it's fueled by water. And it can be very helpful to our environment. And it won't be as hurtful as what we're using now. Next, we had Hawaii in that silver and nude gown again. Nobody changed their dress from the night before going forward. Nobody changed their dress. So I was really glad that they kind of kept it the same as it was. So her question was, when schools are struggling, why... Why should we bring in art curriculum? And she said, well, it helps to grow confidence. Using the arts is very essential in the classroom because it really can help children grow mentally and physically. The next one, we had Oregon in a black dress. And her question was, how do we help people in hospitals with play therapy? And that was what her platform was about. And she said that she had already raised almost over a million dollars. And she had been bringing in costumes and music to these kids that were doing chemotherapy. And she talked a little about how she had already done that in her state and wanted to branch out across the United States. 
Next, we had Texas in the same orange gown as the night before. I still wish she wore that green gown I was talking about to the after party for Miss America. And I really wish she would have worn it on stage, but I digress. Her question was, how can we prevent student debt and raising inflation? Okay, I, I really must have missed how she answered this question the first time because they almost ask everyone the same exact question except for Illinois. Illinois had a different question than anyone else from prelim nights for their evening gown. When Texas did it the first time, she talked about how she paid for a girl to go to Harvard. But when they said it on this night, she said she paid for her application fees to go to Harvard. So I was just really confused on that question and it kind of threw a red flag. So I'm still trying to analyze, did I hear her wrong? Did someone correct her answer and say that she needed to say it was only the application and not that she paid for the girl's full college? I don't know. It was a very weird, because as soon as she said it, I looked at my mom and I said, that's not what she said on prelim night. Like it just wasn't, she didn't word it the same. So I just had a lot of questions there. So I did when I, cause I do like my rating scale for all of these on a one to 10 and I docked her points for that because I don't remember her saying that, but she also did talk about how she was $200,000 in debt from going to law school. And she wanted to teach college students and high school students about being first time college students and what that's like and how to get there without spending that much money. Next, we had Ohio in that same white evening gown, and her question was, why are so many young people entitled? And I don't remember this being her question from prelim night either, so that's why I always throw the question of, was Ohio or Illinois that people's choice or America's choice candidate? She answered with, we need to realize what we have been given and then turn around and give back to society like they have given to us. And it was a great answer how she answered it on stage, so definitely look that up on her social media for the full answer to that Georgia oh I loved Georgia I really did she had a silver and nude gown and her question was why has the U.S. been so divisive and she said we haven't learned to accept ourselves we have to see what we have and what we can offer to others and what others can offer for us and we should just love ourselves at the end of the day and she just said it so beautifully I rated her a nine and a half I was like this is amazing next we had Indiana in the same navy gown her question was, should social media companies be able to censor speech? And she said, yeah, if we want to make it a space that's comfortable for everyone, we should censor it. I I feel like that may have hurt her a lot on stage for moving forward in the competition because you can't censor everyone's speech. I mean, Twitter definitely tried to. Now you have Elon Musk opening that up wide open. So I don't think other companies want that to happen to them and expose all of their dirty secrets behind closed doors. But I mean, we have the right to freedom of speech. You you can't censor that. And I just, I felt like that really definitely hurt her going forward in competition. And then last but not least was Illinois with the same red gown that the Iowa girl that won social impact statements stepped on her shoulder of her dress and ripped it off and like I said I don't think it was heroic I think that it was the right thing to do after causing an issue well the shoulder was back on and it was fixed for our finals night so I'm so glad that she could fix that quickly her question was should we bring back fitness and this was the same question they asked Virginia during prelims and Virginia answered it perfectly and so did Illinois Illinois said yes like I'm here for body positivity everyone looks healthy in their own different ways but I also wanted to point out if you're using rebel athletics who gives and gifts all of the contestants for teen and miss outfits for 
fitness wear to wear. When are you ever going to wear that rhinestone long sleeve again? I mean, if I had it, yes, I'd be wearing it cooking eggs in the morning and drinking my coffee on my patio so everyone in my neighborhood could see it. But why not wear it on the Miss America stage? They played a lot of promo videos with it, but let them go ahead and wear it. If this is one of your largest sponsors, make them happy, make them seen, make them feel like feel loved and felt and heard by using the product they're literally giving to you. I don't think it's a bad idea to add that in there and it'll equal out the phases of competition. So I really appreciate that. Next, they rolled into talent and I'm going to name out the ones that I gave 10s and 10 pluses to on here. And that was Nevada, Wisconsin, Hawaii, Georgia, and Indiana. They just had such top-notch talents. I just, it was amazing. They blow me away. They, it was so good. But everyone that was in the top 11 competed in talent this year instead of them going ahead and knocking them down. They kept playing the music way too loud during talent. So some of the girls that were singing, especially Texas, she was trying to sing a song from Les Mis and it was just too loud. Like you couldn't hear what she was saying. The music was just almost like busting your eardrums my mom and I were very close to stage so all it was was just boom boom like your heart was jumping you could feel the music and you just couldn't hear them singing so I hated that a lot but in between all of these competitions there was a a man that spoke on Facebook out about this which I understand that you know they have to kill time these girls are rushing to get dressed and there was a video that miss america posted of you know there's one volunteer per girl that gets into the top 11 so they're in charge of okay if miss ohio gets called you have to go find miss ohio station get all of ohio stuff and put it in this section and they have the top 11 girls at the same seating area so they're not all over the place and nobody's in the very back and they can't get to stage on time and so in between that you got to kill time, whether they're talking to Emma on stage, the former Miss America, or they're talking with the a Rebel Athletics. They had their own mini stage set up behind the auditorium where they had their spokeswoman sitting there talking to their owner. And they had different people coming in and out and interacting with the Rebel group in between things. And one of the guys on Facebook was, you know, spouting whatnot. And how it was just so annoying that they kept showing it. And I agree, that is very annoying that every, you know, five to ten minutes they were showing this Rebel stage. However, that is their number one sponsor. If they're not giving them attention, they're not getting money. They're not getting production. They're not getting the full Miss America 3.0 because they don't have money to do it. So when you think about promoting your sponsors, think about the High School America group, for example. Those girls promote their sponsors so many times. It's annoying sometimes. You're like, oh my gosh, if I see another up water bottle or whatever it is, and sometimes it can be really annoying. But that is how they get people to their patch, and that is how they make money. I myself, I promote a lot of my sponsors at the beginning of this. You hear who my sponsor of the week is, but if I'm not showing them love, they're not investing their time and efforts into me. So think about that. When you go to Facebook and you complain about something or about someone, don't ever expect that they're going to give you anything or any other sponsors are maybe not wanting to work with you if they know that you're not going to promote them. It could be the simplest thing as a local boutique in that area or whatever high school pageant that man was over. They may not want to sponsor your girl anymore because of what you have said on Facebook. After that, they brought in the top seven. And the top seven was Georgia, Wisconsin, Nevada, Texas, West Virginia, Indiana, and New York. I think a lot of people didn't expect West Virginia to make it in the top because she had a very different talent. So her talent was dirt. I know that sounds weird, but she explained each letter of dirt meant something more. And it's not just dirt, it's soil. And she talked about the different names of dirt. And it was a very amazing performance. And I talked to her parents afterwards and I'm like, 
I really like that talent. That was the dirt girl. Like you remembered her because she had something unique about her. And that's what I got to talk about with the girls at the Empower Academy was have that unique thing about you. When you go into that interview, you can talk about, oh, this is my talent or, oh, this is a hobby I have. And it may be something different, but they'll remember you because how different it is in such a positive way. So that one, I think, really helped her get pushed to the top. And agriculture as a platform is very different or a social impact statement, very different. So her bringing that into that, especially being from West Virginia, that's that's a really good thing to pick up on. So then after they called that top seven, they talked about one of their new partnerships that Emma got to work with, which was Glasses USA. And Emma talked about in Alaska, some people to go to doctor appointments may have to take flights to get to where they need to go because Alaska just doesn't have the resources where they would need them. And she talked about partnering with Glasses USA really gave a lot of people in her town and towns around her those needs that they were needing met and with getting free glasses and contacts and whatever they needed it really helped them so she appreciated that sponsorship and going forward they gave each girl a pair of glasses or sunglasses if they didn't need prescription glasses so I thought that was an amazing sponsor to add on there because we always need a new fashionable glasses or some sunglasses in our bag next they came out with their social impact statements and honestly my standout for this one was Wisconsin and she had a 10. I mean, I loved everyone else's social impact statement. I had nines and eights at the top. And Texas was that other one where she talked about y'all means all. And I just still think that something didn't either. I didn't hear it right. And it could be definitely a my fault thing. Or she corrected herself for the second night because I remember listening to it. And I'm like, that's not what she said. Because I wrote down word for word everything of what they said on the first night for prelims. It just, something was changed. And I don't know if it was the way she worded it, the way she changed it up. Not sure, but I I was just really confused about that one. But still, Wisconsin threw, just blew it out of the water. It was beautiful. It was so amazing. And I thought a really cool thing that they had in between changing all of the scenes, they had the guy sing again right before the ending of the show. And they brought the girls out again, and they had to break them down to the top five. And so, of course, you know, in between they did a Rebel commercial and just a lot of great things talking about them and what their crowning moment looked like. All of the different girls got to speak about their state crowning moment. Some are like, I blacked out. I didn't remember it. Or it was just a real, I had worked for, you know, X amount of years to win this. And then you knew it was time for crowning when they had the crown, the Miss America 101st crown on stage in this tall glass box. And a guy came out with white gloves and removed the crown from the box. And everybody in the, in the auditorium went, oh my goodness, like it's time, it's time to crown. So they broke it down to that top five. And it was Wisconsin, Georgia, West Virginia, New York, and Texas. And then you can see all of these breakdowns of the top 11 to top 7 to top 5 on my At Crowning Moment podcast Instagram account. So you can see what that live reaction was from the crowd as well as you can hear me in the background or me talking about things. And it's really funny. So you'll have to check that out. So now they moved into a question round with Emma where it was things that happened during her year and how would you handle that if it happened to you? And so Wisconsin's was... What would you do if they asked you something that was a hot topic? And she said, well, I would tell them about the Miss America mission. And if that didn't kind of align with it, I would explain what our alignment was with the situation. For Georgia, they asked, what would you do if someone misspoke on your behalf? And she talked about how they would use the PR team to kind of massage that situation. But in my brain, I would be like, I would take to social media as myself with my PR team, with my people in the background. I'd do a whole, you know, live story and talk about it and let people ask me questions on the situation I would answer them as it went next up they had West Virginia 
and I can't remember what her question was, but it was like basically something along the lines of diversity. And she talked about how she went to a historically black university and it was just everybody in the audience went, whoa, like this girl gave an amazing answer. So I bet it's probably on her social media as well. So check out West Virginia's top five question. Next up, we had New York and hers was what happens? You show up to a high profile event, your luggage gets lost or you don't have the clothes for it. What are you going to do? And she said, well, I've made, you know, 50 new best friends in every state and if they're close I'm gonna call them I'll call that friend and be like hey do you have this size dress or this style do you have anyone that could help me she said if not we're going shopping and I loved it It was so funny her answer on stage was so animated it was amazing and then last but not least we had Texas for this one and it said at an event they ask you to speak about something that you have no idea what it is or how to even start the conversation for it and she kind of told the audience about just talking about herself and what she does and who she is and she didn't really answer the question. It was kind of if they ask you a topic about that. And I think what they were looking for is kind of turning it back on, you know, how can you get involved in Miss America? What is the sponsorship you get, scholarships? Like, I feel like that's kind of what they were looking for, not really someone to talk about themselves. So I felt really bad for Tex in that, que- in that kind of questioning because she didn't, she didn't answer it. So last but not least, they asked questions about, you know, like I said, what you would do as Miss America. And I thought that's such a great portion to add in for that, because those are things that have happened in the past or possibly could happen to you from something that has already happened to other people. So now you can just kind of learn how to go forward with those situations, how to be, you know, aware of what could happen to you and how to handle that, even if you don't have your team around you 24-7. And honestly, like, I really love the live singer. I think that was a whole thing. It was like a true rock concert at Miss America 3.0. And I keep saying it it was a 3.0. And a little part I want to talk about is why was I even there? (laughs) Great question. And I want to give a huge shout out to the Sash Company for giving me tickets to the Miss America pageant. It was amazing. And I was just so grateful for them, especially Angelique. You really are a queen. And I seriously appreciate you. And I got to talk about, you know, our friendship and our partnership that we gained through doing a podcast episode. And I talked a lot about it at the Miss Academy. So a huge shout out to Kim Parrish and Lindley Mayer for giving me that opportunity to go speak at the Empower Academy. And what that is, is for girls in that teen range that are thinking about competing at Miss America's Outstanding Teen or even competing just in their state or at a local. And some of those girls already had local titles. One of them had already been first run up to Miss Florida's Outstanding Teen. So there was girls that were already prepped in the Miss America organization or wanting to learn more. And then you had the preteens, which were a lot of the princesses that came with the misses for the week. Or there were some girls that just were really interested in going and get that head start in the Miss America organization as a whole. So that was a really great thing to sit down and talk with them. I have a lot of videos from the teen group that I'm about to release about what we talked about. And I gave them a lot of interview skills and a lot of how to prep for interviews, how to do your social media, how I even became what I am in pageantry, where I got here, where I came from. And I just told my story of I came from a small three stoplight town and no one ever left that small town. And I was not going to be stuck in the same place that no one ever leaves from. And there's nothing wrong with not leaving that small town. It's just, I knew that I needed to leave to be able to grow in life. And 
I really just got to share that with them and telling them like there's always more and you know you're already taking that initiative to be in the Miss American organization you're already bettering your future you're already getting that scholarship for college you're thinking ahead and building yourself and building your brand and so we just talked a little bit about that and it was amazing especially with the little ones the preteens were funny I, I walked in the room and there was already a person in there speaking and so I waited you know waited my turn and they got done speaking and we you know congratulations that was so great we shook hands and hugged everybody and now it's time for me to do my thing and <laughs> the little girls were already sleeping they were sitting there on the table and I said no 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 we're all going to stand up and we're going to sit in a circle on the floor and we're going to talk about who we are and what state we're from so we spoke about you know who am I who are you and we went around the circle and we met our friends even though they'd already been hanging out for two days but we just want to get a little bit more in depth with each other and really be intentional with our, our our conversations. And so we went around and talked about, you know, what would you dress like if you went for this event or if one of the girls had a nature platform. And so I said, okay, if you're going to do a beach cleanup, what are you going to wear? So then we kind of talked about fun outfits and then we talked about each other's outfits and what we liked about each other. And then one of the girls, I asked them, as a group, I said, has anyone ever won a pageant? And, you know, a few raise their hands or a few say, I won dance competitions or I won this type of, you know, art project or, you know, stuff in that realm. And I said, okay, well, let's close our eyes and think about what did that feel like in the moment? Tell me. And one of the girls said, a little bit of happy and a little bit of sad. And I said, sad? Why were you sad? And she said, well, sometimes if I'm competing with my family or my cousins, they don't win. And I do. And I said, really? I said, have you ever not won a pageant? And all the girls were like, yeah, and it was really, it was hard because I had to watch someone else win. And it, it kind of hurt because I worked so hard. And I said, okay, well, let's stand up. And they said, okay. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. And I said, I want everyone to stand against the wall. And I'm going to have one at a time, we're going to come up and I'm going to pretend to crown you and we're going to clap for our other friend and be happy for her. Can we do that? And they said, yeah, we can do that. So I crowned the first girl who was Jill Dudley's princess. She was from Hartsville. And I put them like, okay, we're crowning her. And what do we do? And everybody clapped. We clapped for our friend. And we're so excited. And it was just the sweetest moment because there was there was a few girls in the group who were like, I've never lost a patch. I've only ever won. And I really want it to be more of a humbling experience. I wanted this to be of, you don't win everything. But you do win in different ways. You win through your friendships. You win through your scholarships. You win through the connections and the networking that you make going into these different pageants. Whether you're five years old or you're 25 years old, there's always something you can learn from every situation that you have. So I wanted these little girls to learn that. And that was a really good thing that I'm, I think that they picked up from what I talked about. So I'm really, really, really appreciative of that opportunity to share that that message with all of them of being intentional with everything you do, no matter if it's going to church on Sunday, hanging out at Waffle House or Sonic, like I was telling the teens, or just meeting someone at a pageant. There's always something that you can learn from each other. Also, if you guys want to look at the PowerPoint that I made for that teen and preteen group at the Empower Academy, you can go to the link in my Instagram bio at crowning moment podcast on instagram to see that powerpoint and it'll be the miss america empower academy powerpoint that was just a great opportunity i want to share with you guys and definitely if you have a little one that wants to get into the miss america organization or just wants to grow her pageant career and networking career definitely try out the empower academy at miss america they'll have one for the teen group and They'll also have one at Miss America again. So it'll be Miss America's Outstanding Teen in August, I believe. And then again for Miss America a few months later. But let's get into the part that everyone really wants to know about. The final 
top placements. So we had in fourth place, Georgia, third place, West Virginia, second place, Texas. Our first runner up was New York and the winner was Wisconsin. Miss America is a nuclear engineer and that's what I love to hear as a woman that works for an aerospace engineering company. It's so nice to hear that Someone else in technology is excelling in the world, and all these girls deserve to be there. They worked so hard to be on the Miss America stage, but I really am proud of Wisconsin. It was such a great win for her that weekend, and I really am excited to see what she does this year and what she does for the environment, what she does for the United States, Miss America as a whole, because I think this is an entire new era for Miss America, and you know, guys... You never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of the Crowning Moment Podcast. Bye, guys.